0: Hello and welcome to episode 49 of the Confident Live Marketing Podcast. Hello, my name's Ian Anderson Gray and this is a special bonus episode of the Confident Live Marketing Podcast. That's why it's coming out in the middle of the week and there will be the normal episode coming out on Friday, episode 50 in fact. So this podcast is a recording of a live stream that I did for the Ecamm Network page on Facebook and I was talking about how to build your confidence and also a little bit about some tools and the comparison of some live streaming tools at the end. So this is a little bit different than usual. I haven't edited it very much at all so it's just as it is and I hope you enjoy it. Also, did you know you can subscribe to this podcast? That means that you won't miss any episodes out. So all you need to do is go to iag.me forward slash podcast. That's iag.me forward slash podcast. Or just search for the Confident Live Marketing Podcast in your favorite podcasting tool. Anyway, here we go. Let's get on with the show.
1: This is the Confident Live Marketing Podcast. Confident Live Marketing Podcast. With Ian Anderson Gray, helping entrepreneurs level up their impact, authority, and profits through the power of live video. Gain confidence in front of the camera, confidence with technology, Uh, and And confidence with the content
0: and marketing. Together, we We can go go live! Hello, my name's Ian Anderson Gray. This is episode 49, a special bonus edition of the Confident Live marketing podcast and show. I'm streaming live to the Ecamm Network Facebook page, which is really exciting for a special takeover. So thank you so much. If you've joined the show watching on Ecamm Network, Ecamm Live is one of my favorite tools. It's what I use every single week for my live show. So thank you so much. The wonderful people at Ecam. it's great to have you. And I've actually, you probably can't see this. So if I'm going to jump up and down, you can see I've got my Ecamm hoodie, which is one of my favorite hoodies. Oh, I've been wearing this for about a week. Probably needs washing now, but I'm just so attached to it. So it's great to, great to be here. So if you're listening to the podcast or if you're listening in the future, this the, the links aren't ready for, for you if you're watching live yet, but the show notes for this episode will be at iag.me forward slash 49. And if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, go to iag.me forward slash podcast and you can subscribe to it in your favorite podcasting app, which I'd be interested. What is your favorite podcasting app? That'd be awesome. So some cool people watching, oh, this is great. I love this comment from Philip. He says, normal is only a drier setting. Definitely agree. And my good friend, Jerome Brun is here. Uh, Jerome is a fabulous oboe teacher and professional musician living in the UK. And he's been uh, looking into, well, in fact, he's been doing remote music teaching, uh, teaching one-to-one music lessons for ages. And uh, I'm going to try and get him onto the show to talk about that. So a lot of us are are trying to find new ways of teaching, so that's great. Okay, so today I'm going to be talking about how to become more confident. I'm going to share a little short presentation, but I want this to be interactive. I want you to get involved, ask questions, tell me what your experiences have been, what have been your worst embarrassing moments, but how have you got over that and how have you kept going? Or maybe you're kind of stalking in the background and you're watching this, but you've never actually pressed that go live button because you're scared. Don't worry, you're not the only one. And I want to share some of my experiences with you, which would be great. Um, so keep the comments going. That'd be awesome. Anyone re- remember Hangouts on Air, Google Hangouts on Air. Bit of a trip down memory lane here. So this was years and years ago, back in 2012, 2013, was the precursor to live video. And this was a, this was this enabled us to go live with a group of people. And there were loads of shows happening at the time, but I was invited onto a Google Hangouts and their show uh, by some friends of mine. And about 10 minutes before it happened, I was absolutely petrified. This was the first time I'd gone onto a live show. I'd performed around the country as a professional singer, sung in front of hundreds and thousands of people. But when it came to getting in front of the camera, I was so nervous. But something happened to me. I ended up... Uh, quite a few years later, I set up a blog, and Facebook Live became a thing. And I doubled around with it, and I found that it was just really difficult to use. Facebook Live was this was back in 2016. You had to use either your phone if you had an iPhone at the time, but most of us had to use this software called OBS Studio. Anyone remember OBS Studio? Ah, <sighs> OBS Studio. So I wrote this article, and it had ended up having over 5.7 million page views. It's all about how to broadcast to Facebook Live using OBS Studio. So I helped people use the technology and get confident with the tech. And then I realized that I could amalgamate my, my experience as a professional singer and the technology together. And that's what I do today. Basically, I, I help people with their confidence with the tech and with getting in front of the camera. But there was a problem. Okay, so... I had to, first of all, get over my fear of life. I had to obviously show and demonstrate that I could go live. One problem is for one month, I didn't go live for a whole month because my background, in my mind, I didn't feel that my background was exciting enough. And then I realized that actually it was an excuse, that I was just too scared to go live. And so I was using the tech as an excuse. I was worried about looking like an idiot. Anyone else feel like that? I was comparing myself to others, other people who were doing awesome jobs. I had imposter syndrome. I was a bit of a mess. Just looking at some comments. Here. Oh, Adrian. Salisbury's here. Great to see you, Adrian. Ron Carr says, I'm afraid of starting a live broadcast because I'm not sure that I will be able to sustain it. That's a really good point. So yeah, you can start it, but it's keeping going. And I'm going to talk about that uh, a little bit later. So that, that, is a, that is a big issue, keeping that sustainability because the camera is an energy-sucking device. It actually Tends to suck the energy out of you, so there are things you can do to help. Okay, so what changed for me, and what I want to encourage you that you know, if it can happen to me, if if I can make a change as somebody who was really lacking in confidence in front of the camera, can happen to you. So now I've been able to create a consistent show on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, and Periscope. I've grown my YouTube channel. I've had amazing guests. I've had Glenn and Ken on the show, and and uh, founders of other live videos out there. I've had got sponsorship to my show been able to get endorsement of companies, I've broadcasted hundreds of shows, which is amazing, and I've been able to repurpose my live shows into blog posts, podcasts and do all that kind of stuff, which is amazing. Oh, apparently I'm writing a book at some point. we'll see about that, so <laughs> Awesome. right. So what is stopping you? I want to hear from you guys whether you are struggling with any of these things, because I basically asked my audience a year ago, what is stopping? What are, is the, are the main barriers to starting with live video? Now, you can see the big word confidence there, getting started, consistency, equipment, figuring it out, all those kind of stuff. Yeah, tricky stuff. And so I, I, I kind of wanted to come up with some syndromes that I think we can all struggle with. So maybe you're an introvert and you're using that as an excuse to go live. I think it's a bit of a poor excuse. I'm an introvert, but yeah, okay. Comparison syndrome. You're you're comparing yourself to other people, other people that are doing live videos, and you just think, well, I could never be like that person. Okay, that's maybe one thing. Or it could be you feel like an idiot getting in front of the camera. Maybe some disasters have happened. Anyone struggling with these? I can see Robin Forster says, figuring out the tech. We're going to talk about that in a minute. You don't like the way you look. Imposter syndrome The technology excuse syndrome. Now, I'm not saying this is your issue, Robin, but sometimes we can use getting the tech sorted as an excuse not to go live. Perfectionism syndrome. I like to admit that I am a recovering perfectionist. Okay, so I think there are three main barriers to live video. We're going to focus on one of them today. One of them is the tech and gear. One of them is the confidence and fear. And the third one is content marketing sphere. I love the way that I am. So we're going to focus on confidence and fear today. Right. Uh, great comment here from Ron Carr. I will get back to comments a little bit later, but I just want to talk about this. Ron is saying, how on earth do you keep your train of thought while reading and responding to comments? Great question. Well, first of all, I think you should say to your co- your your viewers that you will you're not ignoring them. You will get back to comments a little bit later on and then just have... Uh, structure. Basically, it's down to structuring your sh- your show. So, don't write word for word what you're going to be saying, but have a structure, have a plan of what you're going to say. So, make say for example, say make point number one, then you can look at comments. Then point number two, look at comments, and do it that way. So, just keep going back. Um, but yes, it is easy to get d- distracted. The fact that I've got a presentation here really helps because I know I know what I'm going to be talking about next. That's uh, that's really cool perfectionism syndrome. So this can be a big barrier for many of us because we want to make things look amazing and professional. And this was a big struggle for me. And this is why I love live video because live video is a way to crush perfectionism syndrome. It's, it's all about just doing it and going live. And if things go wrong, people can forgive you. People will forgive you. So I want to share this, a, a bit of a graph, that, a chart so that shows you how your confidence level is going to increase the more videos that you create. So you're going to start at the beginning with probably very low confidence. And also probably the quality isn't going to be that great, but you're starting over time. What do you notice that the graph does? It goes up, but it doesn't just go up. Sometimes it goes down a little bit and then up. It's a rocky road. And so you've got to start, but over time you will get more confident. You'll have some blips along the way, but you'll, they'll become better and more confident. This is why I think it's important to embrace the wrong. And when things go wrong, don't worry about them. So here's some examples. So my friend Janet Murray, at the end of one of her shows, this is a few years ago, she forgot to press the end broadcast button. This has happened to me. Has this happened to anyone else? You forget to press the end broadcast button and you keep on broadcasting well, she uh, forgot to do that and she carried on eating her lunch, which happened to me. This is a very British thing. She was eating her crisp sandwichi- sandwiches, which, translation, potato chip sandwiches. Happened to me. I, I forgot to end the show and I ended up talking to my guest. Thankfully, we didn't say anything too embarrassing. Or maybe as happened to a guest, uh, uh, sorry, clients of mine. Her background fell down halfway through. Or maybe the cleaner comes in, starts emptying the trash. Or has this ever happened to you, particularly at the moment, if you have kids working at home? Yes, my kids are downstairs. They're watching Netflix. But do you know what? People love that. This is a great quote. Yeah, this is a quote from Philip Kotler, who says, Marketers need to adapt to this new reality and create brands that behave like humans, approachable and likable, but also vulnerable. Brands should become less intimidating. They should become authentic and honest, admit their flaws and stop trying to seem perfect. I I definitely think that is a really cool quote because people don't want perfect. So some tips on how you can get confident with live video if you've never done it before or if you're just starting. Practice with Instagram stories. This is a really cool way to, to get started because it's not live video, but they're quick and short. They're like 15 seconds long, showing your face and what's the worst that's going to happen? Because they disappear after 24 hours and they will disappear into the ether, never to be seen again. So really, really good way. The other thing is just try to do a test broadcast. So you can do this on Facebook, just pick up your phone or you can do this on Ecamm, Ecamm Live. You can just change the privacy settings to only me. Um, but a quick and easy way is just to get your phone and just to do it that way, you can go to your profile, it has to be your profile, not your page, and change the privacy settings to only me. So you can do it that way. This is a great way just to test your broadcast. So three things that you can do, three things that you can do. Watch back that video that you created, that live video, there's only gonna be you watching it. The first thing that you need to do is come up with a constructive point. What did you do really, really well? So three things that you did really, really well on that broadcast. You need to treat yourself with respect. Then three things that you need to improve. So constructive things. And important to treat yourself like you would your clients. Watch yourself back or even better, watch it with a friend because your friend will not allow you to become negative, overly negative. So watch it with somebody else. What next? Right, I want to share with you my Confident Live warm up formula, which I think is going to really help with confidence. Just before you press that go live button, these are some of the tips that I recommend that you do just to get yourself a bit more confidence. So, just going to go through some of the comments. Sarah Jones was saying, a test broadcast, good idea. Yeah, so I definitely recommend that. And actually, from a tech point of view, it's a really good thing just to go live, just to make sure that your tech is working, particularly your internet bandwidth. Do check your speed before you go live. I always recommend go to speedtest.net, check your upload speed. I recommend having about four megabits per second up. You can cope with less, you can cope with about two, but just good to have a bit of wiggle room, uh, I think. Right, let's go back to the Confident Live warm-up formula. This comes with six points. First of all, the first important thing that you need to do is relax your body. If you have any tension, particularly in your neck, that's going to actually really affect your voice and your breathing. Second thing is posture. Third is breath control, pitch interest, diction and energy. That's a bit cut off. And then finally heightened authenticity. What on earth is that? Let's talk about relaxing your body. This is going to be interactive. I'm going to feel a bit like Joe Wicks. If you've been watching in the UK, Joe Wicks has been live streaming to YouTube in the morning in the UK, and he had about 950,000 people watching him just doing these kind of mad exercises, to getting kids fit in the morning. So first of all, arms and legs, I recommend stretching up to the ceiling for seven seconds. Stretch up for seven, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and then just shake them out like that. Shake them out and then shake your legs. Jump up and down. You can see my e, e- come live hoodie there, which is awesome. And then do the same backwards as well, and also forwards. So I'm not going to do that just for, in terms of time. Then the next thing is to massage your shoulders. So look over to your left, and then I'm going to... Massage my right shoulder there. And then you do the opposite way around. And I find that this really gets rid of any tension that I've got and also in my neck as well. Massage your neck. Really important to relax your upper body so that your voice is nice and relaxed. And also it's going to help your breathing as well. So that's really important. So the next thing is posture. Posture. Do you sit down to do your lives? Okay, that's fine, but make sure you check your posture. I prefer to stand, it just keeps my energy levels going. Um, but yeah, do check, about, check that. And remember to look at the camera. One of my big beefs, really, because a lot of people end up looking at themselves. And if, I, if you're watching this live, you'll see I, I'm actually looking down, but I'm actually looking at myself at the moment. Not because I'm a narcissist, it's just as human beings, we t- we're just built to focus on, all, on other people, including ourselves. So remember to look at the camera And you need to train yourself to do that. But I would actually look through the camera. Imagine that your audience, your avatar, your your favorite person is 12 inches behind the camera. So look directly through to the other side. And if it helps, just print out a picture of your favorite person and just put it behind the camera. It's a bit of a low tech tip, but definitely works. So I'm a big believer in what's called the noble position. This is just imagining that you're a very important person. Of course, you are an important person. Just lengthen your spine. Head up, tailbone down, shoulders back and down. Imagine that you're balancing a book on your head. Now, you can't really see me here, but I I am standing standing straight and I feel nice and relaxed. And the great thing about this is that my rib cage does feel nice and uh, expanded as well. And that brings me on to breathing. So just very briefly on breathing, this is a, a little video here that I can play, which shows your rib cage as you breathe in. So this person's breathing out. You can see the rib cage goes in, the diaphragm pushes up. Now I'm going to breathe in now. Look what happens to my, my rib cage there. It expands. So put your hands just below just below your bottom ribs and then breathe in and then let it out to a hissing sound, which I won't do because the noise cancellation on my system will cut it out so you won't be able to hear that. But just let it out to maybe a sound to relax and use your, use your breathing properly. The next thing is pitch interest. Very briefly on this, have you ever watched anyone on a live video become really boring like this and speak on a monotone? So you want to keep a bit of interest in your voice. You want to go low. You want to go high like this. Obviously not too much, but you want to create a bit of interest. So there are some lip trill exercises that you can do. This is not singing, but you're just going to use the lows and the highs in your voice. So like this. So just go up from the low to the high. If you can't do that, just do another sound. It's just using the lows and the highs in your voice. Cool. Then there's diction. So this is coming up with tongue twisters to really use your, your teeth, your lips, and your tongues just so that people can really hear the words that you're speaking. So you can come up with tongue twisters. This is... Uh, a silly song that I always like to to do called Daddy's Got a Head Like a Ping-Pong Ball. And you can practice this at home and it's great to have a bit of fun with this as well. It goes to the tune of uh, the William Tell Overture, and it goes like this. Daddy's got a head like a ping-pong ball. Daddy's got a head like a ping-pong ball. Daddy's got a head like a ping-pong ball. Like a ping-pong ball. And then you can repeat it lots and lots of times. That gives you lots of energy. It ramps up your energy, gets your gets your, your lungs working and also just gets the diction really powered up, which is cool. Right, heightened authenticity. This is really important. This thing, this camera is an energy sucking device. And, and I think somebody mentioned earlier, you know, as you keep going, you're going to find that your energy levels are just going to go down and down and down if you don't remind yourself of Of what you're doing and the energy as you go through. So keep reminding yourself of the people that are watching you and why you're doing this. You need to have a why, but also just remember about your breathing. And also imagine your energy levels are increasing as you're going through. That's really important. But there's a a bit of a a tip here. This is the heightened authenticity exercise. And just to practice a phrase at five different levels, we've got the one to one level, like you're speaking to somebody just in front of you which obviously at the moment might be difficult with social distancing, then it's small, speaking to a small group, uh, then speaking to a, a workshop, uh, then four uh, to a, a video, and then five, imagine you're doing a keynote at a big conference of 10,000 people. So I'm going to practice that at these different levels. So I'm going to say the phrase, level up your impact and authority using video. So imagine I'm just going to imagine I'm speaking to somebody, just uh, a good friend of mine in front of me. Level up your impact and authority using video. A small group would be, level up your impact and authority using video. A workshop would be, level up your impact and authority using video. Number four would be, level up your impact and authority using video. And number five, if I was doing a keynote, it might be even more energy. Level up your impact and authority using video. And so I'm still being me, I'm still being Ian Anderson Gray, but I'm raising the energy levels each time, which is a really good way of practicing. So that is the Confident Live warm-up. If you've got any questions on confidence, let me know. But also, I would love to share some other other ideas. And if you've got any questions for me to do with confidence or with tech or any other tools, happy to talk to you about how Ecamm Live compares With other tools, whether it's Wirecast or OBS Studio or BeLive or out any of these tools, we can talk about that. That would be great. I'm just going to look through some comments. Let's have a look here. So Adrian Curran says, thank you for the tips on this live. I went live with Facebook Live. Multi-camera angles effective for showing both hands went well. Awesome. So that sounds quite techy. You've got quite a good setup. I assume this is not your first one. So by multi-camera angles, I assume you've got more than one webcam going on there. That's one of the great things about Ecamm is you can plug pretty much as many webcams as you want into your system. Currently, I'm just using a Canon M50 camera. I've got the pancake lens, the 22mm lens, and I'm plugging that via USB into my MacBook Pro using Ecamm, which is, which is great. So Dean Reynolds says, "Am I using BeLive right now? No, I'm not. I'm using, I'm using Ecamm Live. I do use a, a number of tools at the same time. I mean, it's my job to to learn about all the tools. I've written a big long article about this. It's the top live streaming tools for 2020. In and I compared all the big, all the all the well-known streaming tools such as Wirecast, OBS, VMix, Ecamm Live, all of them. I compared all of those. So, but I I do sometimes." combine Ecamm Live with StreamYard and one of the great things about Ecamm Live is that you have this virtual webcam that you can output and so you can actually use Ecamm Live in any other tool really that uses a webcam. You could use it in Zoom. In fact, I use it in Zoom all the time to bring in my Canon M50 into it and I can add loads of extra stuff, which is cool. Okay, so Hubert Sanders says, what is the best way to show a keynote presentation? So, so we, yeah, what, what I do in, in Ecamm Live or, or whatever tool you're using is it's, it's better if you have two monitors. So I, I've got two displays, but you don't need to do this. Just in Keynote, go to the, go to the presentation, go to the, the, uh, the slides. And then in Ecamm, you can then just change the settings uh, to share your screens. Uh, Adrian says, oh, yeah, guitar lessons. Cool. So you're teaching guitar lessons. How do you find the audio quality with that? Is that working well for you? Yeah, Dean. I've said. I've, I think I've, ad, I've added that. How did you create the graphics? So I've used Photoshop and Canva. Um, I just like to like to create a bit more interest in my shows. But honestly, you don't need to have the the graphics like this. Um, I think really the the big thing that I would recommend is uh, investing in a nice camera. Um, before that, a microphone. I think audio is is probably the most important thing. People can't hear you very well. People are going to switch off. And then I would. Invest in a nice camera. I'm using the Canon M50, uh, which is cool. Um, so it says, Oh, so Devorah says, When will you offer some awesome yoga green screen background settings to your collection? I'm interested to know what you mean by that. So in an um, ECOM, there are some built in backgrounds which are really, really cool for green screens. So let me just play around with some of those. So th- this is. This is my I, I kind of don't know if I want to change this because I'm probably gonna lose my normal setting. But I could be by the beach, which is very nice. Uh modern house. You can have loads of these different things. Um what's that? Oh, that's that's the beach we were at last last year in Sardinia. Very, very nice. Um I think I've lost my background. Bricks. There we go. That's the one. Bricks. Yeah, you can add some as any backgrounds you want, you can just add any images or videos in there. When will you offer a beauty filter to Ecamm Divorces? Um, so Katie has replied, not currently in our queue, but you can use Snap Camera. So yes, you can download Snap Camera, it's from Snapchat, just download it onto your computer. And basically it's a virtual webcam, which is awesome. So basically I like it. I do have Snap Camera somewhere on my system. I've not used it for ages, so I don't want to mess around. But basically it allows you to add filters. And it's really easy to use, actually. And you can use that in Ecamm Live, which is great. Um, and also, Katie says that for this is exporting. So this is for your presentation, whether it's PowerPoint or Keynote. You can export it as a PDF. As long as it doesn't have any like, videos or any kind of animation in it, download it as a PDF. And Ecamm Live actually has inbuilt uh, PDF. Embedding so you can actually go through your PDF on the screen. It works really, really well. Really easy to flow through. So I would definitely recommend that. Um and Devor says, yes, I ask the questions. Snap camera can be used live. Absolutely. Yes. You just have that running in the background and it works really well. I've not used that for a while. Great. Okay. So um what would you recommend for pastors to go live, Jason Taylor says? So this really depends. So this is a question, obviously, for churches going live. I've talked about this a lot uh, on my channel. So if you go to facebook.com forward slash I-A-G-D-O-T-M-E, that's forward slash ia um, you can find out uh, a little bit about that. and And yeah, I've I've got a, I've got a guide by the way on my website. Yeah, you might be okay speaking to a congregation, but if you're speaking in an empty church or if you're speaking from home and you don't have your congregation in front of you, it's actually quite demoralizing and disconcerting um, because you don't have that energy and you don't have the people in front of you. So a few things. First of all, you could use Zoom to go live to go live, um, or, or Don't even bother with live streaming. Just say to your, if you've got a small gathering, a small church, then just start a Zoom call and just everyone can come in and you can actually see their faces. So that's one option. Uh, Another option is to use Ecamm Live, so to stream to either Facebook or YouTube. And with that, you can bring in other people in via Skype. So uh, you could have somebody doing the reading, the prayers, and bring them in. Uh, or you could use a combination of tools. So what we did at uh, our church service, we used Ecamm Live and Streamyard together, uh, and multiple different tools out there. Just but keep it keep it simple. Um, you could you could even just go live from your phone. But uh, Ecamm Live is is great from that point of view. Uh, it's really really simple and it gives a really good high quality format, which is great. Jason Stada says, "What are you using to make questions appear in such a cool graphic overlay?" Is this your tech assistant helping you out? No, this is this is totally um, Ecamm live. So, so on the right hand there, I can just I can just switch on and off the comments like this, um, and I can even edit these and change it. So I, I'm using my font, which is the alternate Gothic Number Two, and I put a background on there. Um, this works really well for me. So yeah, that's totally totally Ecamm that does that, which is great. And the other great thing about Ecamm Live is that it, it saves the, you've got the option to save the video for later, so you get a really high-quality format for later, which is, which is great. Um, um, maybe one thing that I will do is, is I will, and I'm going to load up. Uh, this is a bit of a trip down memory lane. I'm going to load up OBS Studio. Anyone used OBS Studio? Right, here we go. Here's OBS Studio. So OBS Studio is a, a free tool it's not for it's certainly not for beginners. The good thing about OBS it works for Macs and PCs, but it works pretty pretty okay on, on PCs. I've found it, it it's a bit sluggish on on Macs. One of the great things about Ecom Live is that the guys have really optimized it for the Mac. I mean, Macs aren't really known for their live streaming capabilities, but the guys at Ecamm have just done an amazing job and it's it's actually come to the point when I actually recommend that people will get a Mac just to use Ecamm Live because it is so simple to use. So you, you, you've you got the ability to, I can bring in, I can add, for example, a video capture device here, uh, otherwise known as a webcam, I think. There we go. So I can add in my FaceTime camera. OBS would like to access the camera. There you go. So that's me in OBS. So I can add myself an OBS there. And then I can then push that live. Now, if I want to publish this to Facebook, what I need to do is click on settings. I need to go to stream. I need to go to Facebook live and I need to enter in my stream key, which I need to get. I, basically, what needs to happen here is you need to create the live show on Facebook and then Facebook will then give you the stream key, which you then have to paste in here. It's a bit of a pain. So... Um, Anyway, that's how it works on OBS Studio. Any other questions about OBS Studio? Let me know. But uh, the, other, the other issue with OBS, uh, although it's really customizable and you can do some really techie things, really geeky things, it's also free, which is cool. You can't highlight comments on the screen and you can't bring in guests very easily. You actually have to bring, in them, bring them in via Skype or Zoom and then capture the window. And on a Mac... You also have to get some extra software to for OBS to be able to hear that guest as well. So yes, Devorah says, I don't like OBS. I have some, I ha- I don't know. I, I kind of do like OBS in a geeky way, but it's not for the faint-hearted. And certainly for bringing in guests on a, on a regular show like I do, it's just not something I want to do. So Matty says, how does Ecamm Live work with Twitch? So yes, I think this might be a question for Katie, but basically... And the great thing about uh, Ecamm Live is that you can basically stream to whatever platform you want. It's got RTMP, so even things like Mixer. I've never actually gone live to Mixer. There's um, other other things out there as well, but you can basically stream to whatever you like as long as you can put in the RTMP details. Katie, remind me, does Ecamm Live have... Twitch built in. I've never actually streamed directly to Twitch from Ecamm Live. What I've done is I have streamed to Restream. So uh, there's a service called Restream, uh, which is cool. And Ecamm Live has its in full integration with that. And then within Restream, you can stream to Facebook Live, YouTube Live, Twitch all at the same time, which is pretty good. So yeah, Casey says you can broadcast out to Twitch, uh, which is cool. Devor says, why does Ecamm stream to Facebook profile only and does not offer the choice? of a group. So actually, Ecamm Live allows you to broadcast to pretty much anywhere. I mean, you can go live to your, your profile, your Facebook profile, you can change the privacy settings on that, you can go live to your page, and you can go live to your groups as well. So you can do absolutely all of those things. And many, many people do. If they have a community on Facebook, you can totally do that. Where can we find out more to how to combine Ecamm Live with Zoom. So I'd be interested to know, Dresen, what you're wanting to do there. Are you wanting to bring in guests onto that? Uh, what you could do very easily is just have Zoom, uh, Zoom open and then just share that app uh, as a screen share. And Ecom Live will do that really easily. The only thing you've got to be worry, uh, concerned about is whether your Mac can cope with running all those applications at the same time. I've got a pretty powerful MacBook Pro. And at the moment, I'm actually running Adobe Audition for the podcast. And I'm running Ecamm Live and quite a few other things at the same time. So yes, it is possible. But um, yeah, I'll be interested to know what you're trying to do there. Yeah, Philip says, OBS is cool, but it's not user-friendly and a huge RAM hog. So yes, it does. Basically, if you want to hear your Mac... sounding like it's taking off into orbit, run OBS Studio on a Mac. (laughs) Can you go live? So Philip says, can you go live to different platforms at once? For example, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram Live. So I'll answer that final point first because Instagram Live is a special case. At the moment, there is no legitimate way to go live to Instagram Live. The only way you can do it is through the mobile app. the, The official Instagram app, is the only way you can broadcast to Instagram Live. There are some hacky ways out there. I've not looked into them that much because basically it goes against Instagram's terms and conditions. And if you want to get potentially suspended or banned from Instagram, then you use those tools. But I would definitely recommend not doing that. So Instagram, though, I would treat that in a different way. I would, I'd actually go live after your main live video to Instagram. But yes, you can totally go live to Facebook and YouTube. So ecom Live only allows one stream at one time at the moment, but we'll see what happens in the future. But you could use other tools, other services like Restream to do that for you. So you can can broadcast to Restream, uh, which that's one option, or you can output to a tool like StreamYard and do it that way. So yeah, I I would probably, if you want to broadcast to more than one, I would check out Restream. And I know the guys um, will do some amazing jobs in the future. Oh, so Philip says... Will Ecamm Live broadcast to TikTok? No. So TikTok is is not a, a currently a live streaming platform. It's, it's, it only has the ability for for stories and posts and things like that. So um, yeah, and Katie quite rightly says, so it's not just Restream. There's also other services out there. So Ecamm Live has full integration with Restream and Switchboard Live. So the way that could work, share my screen. Hopefully you can see that. So let's just go to restream. This is, I just happen to have a restream account so I can show you this. I seem to have an error on, Facebook, on YouTube, which is not good. So I'm currently not streaming to restream, but if I, if I, can, if I started streaming from Ecamm Live to restream, the, uh, my, my video would appear here. And then I can st- start streaming to, to Twitch, to Periscope, to VK, whatever that is, the Russian network, LinkedIn. And you could also add all these extra channels here. So there's Mixer, um, daily motion, all these kind of things. So it's really, really easy to do. So basically, it's just a case of switching these on and you're live, which is awesome. So that's how you do that. Cool. Well, I think think that is it. I think I'm going to, we're nearly an hour in. So I, I think unless you have any other questions, I'm happy to obviously come back and answer your questions in the comments and I will do that. Right, but until next time, I encourage you all to level up your impact, authority, and profits using the power of Confident Live Video.
1: See you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast with Ian Anderson Gray. Be sure to join the community at iag.me where you can continue to level up your impact, authority, and profits through the power of live video. And until next time, toodaloo.